Welcome to Books, Kids, and Creations, a part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I'm your host, Tracy Bloom, and I feature people who inspire and uplift future generations with their work. Today, I have two wonderful guests on the show, actually three, including the fabulous rock star, Beatrice, um, Megan Marsh, and Josh Woods. They are the co-authored creators of Beatrice. And off to the right there, you'll see the fabulous Beatrice if you're watching from video. And she is what kind of kitty cat? She is an elf, uh, sphinx elf cat, which is actually a rare breed of the sphinx. It's like an off gener or off breed of the actual normal sphinx cat. Oh my gosh. She's, I think she's just absolutely beautiful. And this book that you've created is fantastic. Um, Beatrice is, as you can see from um, the cover here, a hairless cat. And that doesn't stop her. And so this whole book is about embracing who you are and just enjoying life and being happy with who you are. So Megan, you are a New York Times bestselling author. Um, I would love to hear about how the inspiration for this book came about. Well, Beatrice was probably one of the most special projects I've ever worked on. Um, I had reached out to Josh because I wanted to get tattooed and he is one of the world's best tattoo artists and he does just incredible work. And it kind of came through our discussions that his childhood dream was to illustrate children's books. And he knew that I was a writer and he asked me if I would write a story that he could illustrate. And I was like, absolutely helping people's childhood dreams come true is my jam. That's one of my most favorite things in the world. It gets me excited and gets me up in the morning. Um, so after he asked me that, I was just sitting around one day and he sent me this most adorable picture of his cat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, your cat's so cute. I used to have the same kind of cat. I had a Sphinx cat too. What are, what are the odds of two people having a hairless cat? And I was sitting there one day and I was like, man, I just think Beatrice would be the perfect star of her own series. And all of a sudden I could just kind of hear the story. And I sat down and grabbed a pad of paper and I wrote it out in uh, one, one go. That's amazing. It was like, it was just waiting for someone to tell the story of her. She wrote it on my birthday actually too, which is even crazier. She ended up sending me the you know, the story, the very first script of the book was on my birthday. Oh, that's, that's like the double whammy. Um, And so Josh, so you always wanted to be or, or illustrate a children's book, um, but you are, you're a tattoo artist. So have you, um, how did you get started on that path? Like, have you always just loved artwork or what called you to do that? Um, I mean, Probably right back to when I was young with my mom. She was an oil painter and she painted all the time. Now she watercolor paints and does all sorts of different art. Um, But she used to sit at the table with me. And while she was painting, I would paint my favorite characters, whether it be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Bart Simpson and all that stuff in the 80s that I was excited to do or all my, you know, favorite sports characters. So um, I'd have to bring it back to that was my first memories of just loving the artwork of children's books um probably more so than the words but that was where I you know got got where I was going and in, in, in loving the artwork of of all the children's books so yeah and it just seems so natural I mean just with the, you can tell like just from the 
the artwork here, I mean, at first glance, I go, that person has background in tattoo work. Like you can just see it and it's just seems like such a natural fit for you. Um, yeah. And so when you were doing this, um, what was your process like to create the artwork? Did you do black and white sketches? Did you different versions of the art? Yeah, um, believe it or not, cats are extremely hard to draw. So I came across <laughs> that like quickly. Um, so just lots of different sketches, lots of references of her. I would take pictures of her because I wanted it to resemble her the most. Yeah. Um, and then I had to, we had to nail down what color we might want her because she's actually a black cat. But I felt like that was too, you know, too drab and um, dark for a, a children's book. And I'm all about super colorful stuff. If you've seen my work in the past. Um, so I basically, you know, used a lot of references of her actually to do most of the drawings and then creative sketches. The hardest part was um, um, to come up with most of the drawings was easier when I was with Megan and Jake and her husband um, to to kind of like brainstorm how we're going to do certain pages or creative stuff. And, and then I just it came out like in the artwork itself once we got that going. Yeah, and the artwork is beautiful. And I was I was wondering, I guess, because Megan, you typically work in romance. I mean, you have these beautiful novels and one that um, I know is sitting right beside you that is a new release. Um, this is your newest book, Redemption. Um, so has this just come out? Yes, uh, Redemption just came out a couple of weeks ago. It's, uh, like you said, I was, I started off in, following my dreams of being an, a writer by writing romance. So that was, uh, this is my newest, this is actually my 40th romance novel. Um, so that was, that was a big one for me, but yeah, we, uh, it's really fun to be able to jump from genre and to something completely different and mm -hmm. the lightheartedness of children's books. Cause sometimes, you know, well, romance is actually really lighthearted to me, which is fun. I like to do things that are fun. So it wasn't a big jump to go from this, you know, to this, to, to Beatrice, actually a children's book. I'm, I will say on these projects, Josh has the hardest job of doing the right. art. <laughs> it is by far, you know, I mean, by far the more, the more challenging part, but I, it's, it's so funny as we start to write more and more books, trying to match like a similar style, similar tone, similar rhyming. I'm like, okay, all right. I see now it'll get a little more challenging on my end, but it'll, it's so much fun. We have such a good time doing it. And like Josh said, it's a very collaborative process where we all kind of talk about, well, what would look cool on that page? What would make sense here? What would be fun? And, and then Josh just goes to work and turns out magic. It's, yeah. it's it's really cool it's honestly for me as a writer like I don't do any of this stuff by myself like whether it's a romance novel or a children's book like it's not just me like my husband helps me figure out all the things to write in my romance novels you know That's Josh work with, yeah we work with on the art so I'm really I call myself the workhorse of like of this part you know I'll do the work I'll write the books but I have a whole village of people who help me every step of the way which is really cool it's fun when it's not all on you. So. Yeah. And I'm sure that now that you have kind of opened the floodgates of the children's book world, you're probably working on um, the second one. I saw at the end of this book, you um, have a feature of Beatrice in a spelling bee. Yes. So um, 
is this going to be part of a multi-book series or is this, are you just kind of feeling it out and seeing what feels right? Um, you know, we're, we're planning on doing a series. We think it'd be really fun. I mean, the artwork is just so cool. I think honestly, Josh and I both and Jake, who's a huge part of the process, we all are like just dreaming someday of when this is going to be an animated, you know, show or cartoon. Cause it's so perfect. Like you look at this and you just see, like you'd see you can see it, it it's dying to be animated and right. so I think that's kind of one of the things that we're thinking about as we create this series is you know we want to show Beatrice doing all sorts of things because she's going to just be herself while she's doing it and that's the most important message for us is for kids especially you know there's so many pressures out there we just you know be yourself there's only one of you you're exactly perfect the way you are and just be yourself and that's why we wrote this. And we want to just continue bringing that message across about how important it is to be yourself and other other messages for kids. And we yeah. just, you know, a series seems like the best way to do it. So we have Beatrice and the Spelling Bee that we're currently working on. And we're going to have hopefully some holiday Beatrice uh, stories you'll see, which will be really fun. And and for me, this is just the most fun stuff I get to work on. Like it, it really is. It's super fun, especially when all three of us are together and Josh and we're all in the same room and we're just spitballing. You should see the post-it notes that cover our tables when we're done. We're just, it's oh, a, I bet. Oh, it's such a fun process to just let creativity out and go crazy. Sorry, my dog had something to say about that. <laughs> wanted a little bit of attention because she's she knows there's a cat being featured. So, <laughs> uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Josh, I just I I wanted to because every single page, like Megan said, is just so special and wonderful. Do you have a favorite illustration in here that you that you did? Um, not necessarily um probably the original the 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 very book cover for some reason that's like my um my go-to with everything like if I put it on advertising and stuff um that that for sure has been one of my favorites from the beginning just because it captures her so well like mm -hmm. I said how hard she is to draw um I'm getting better and better every day with all that so like as I go I think I'll have some more favorites but also the one um there is one that I really liked and I just gotta remember which one. But the um the one where she's sniffing with the bee, I really enjoy that image. Is it this one? That's the page I had open because I was I was like, I love this one. I feel uh, like there could be like a Beatrice calendar, a Beatrice yeah. cookbook, a Beatrice everything. Yes, we actually plan um on all of that very soon with having um, you know, like cute uh stuffed animals of her and pillows and very unique stuff where we can have some merch and go forward with that. So kids can get involved with, you know, having stuff to to relate to the book as well, along with our coloring book that we've done. Right. Um, so there is a coloring book with this. Um, and it's been, it's been, yeah, we have a lot of fun with it. That's like Megan was saying, it's, it's the brainstorming of it, the laughs and giggles and the fun that it's just been a lot of fun to create it. And, and I really enjoy the most when I see the kids, if you give it to a kid and they light up or they, they, you see them reading it aloud and it's, it's, it's pretty special. Cause that's like what, what I, my dream was and it's actually coming alive. So. so cool. And you've also had, I mean, quite the career with your tattoo work. Um, you were on Ink Masters as well. Yeah. I was on season one of Ink Master. Very um, cool. What, what was it like um, 
you know, just following uh, your, your passion for, for that career path. With, with the show itself, you mean? Yeah. It, it was stressful. <laughs> um, it, it was neat. It was neat to see how TV works because not all of it's um, real. Um, mm. So just <clears throat> getting behind that, it was a, it was quite the experience as far as like, you know, being living in New York City and, and getting to see like how crazy life can be there. And then on the top of being a camera in front of you all the time and, you know, wherever you go, you have to you know, be, you know, constantly have somebody else with you. So um, that was cool. Um, I actually enjoyed the experience. A lot of people ask me if I regret it. And I don't because, I mean, it was a life experience that I never thought I'd do. And then um, on top of it, whether you won or lost, it, was, it, it could only help your career. Like, I don't see how it could like diminish it unless you, you know, did something foolish. But it was, it was a good time. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And since you do essentially artwork for a living um do you also enjoy doing it in your free time or how do you balance your free time yeah that's that's a great question it's um as a tattooer and a lot of people don't understand that is you you don't always you know your time away from tattooing is is constant prepping for the next person i have a lot of fly-in clients and out-of-state clients from all over the country really and in order to prepare for that, you have to take, you know, that takes time and you're not being paid for a lot of that time. So um, when I do get some free time and that's what I've been struggling with getting into the next book, because I moved across country from California to Florida um, to start this chapter of my life. Um, it, it's been difficult to find the time, you know, to do the drawings that I really love to do, which is now Beatrice. Like, that's what I love. It's It's been amazing. And, and, that is that is a hard time to try to get you know specific time to do it so i just kind of force myself at times to do it and then or or get um you know late at night when it's like everyone's sleeping or whatever so yeah uh, i get to do that and megan you also are a very outdoorsy person and you do some gardening and i think you do race do you race cars <laughs> yeah we do well we haven't started racing yet but yeah we do we drive uh, perform I would say high performance driving on the track and getting into racing cars yeah we uh we have we just kind of live out out here living our dream I kind of feel like I got to live a fantasy life uh you know I get to do a lot of fun stuff live on a beautiful ranch and yeah I get to go drive really fast cars around a racetrack um my dad was a race car driver so oh. it's kind of in my blood um so that was really fun but yeah we like to be outside we grow potatoes um so there's there's a lot going on <laughs> yeah behind the scenes we write a lot of books but we have a lot of fun doing a lot of other things getting your hands in the dirt always right. feels good it can be very humbling and grounding a great way to keep your feet on the ground when oftentimes my head is in the clouds so you know it helps bring me back to earth I think to do that gardening and yeah because I spend a lot of time living in my imagination um just because well, it's what I do for a living, I guess, <laughs> which yeah. again, seems like I get to live the dream. And so when you're, when you're writing and that's so, that's so healthy for you to do that because as a writer, I'm sure you are in your, in your character's worlds for most of the day. And then to go, you know, ground yourself in the dirt, in the garden and be present, um, 
do you find that you have just an influx of ideas all the time, no matter what you're doing? Or um, do you, what's your process like? Do you write it all down um, as soon as you come in? Do you keep a recorder? I, um, yeah, I kind of feel like I'm a bit of an antenna for the universe. Um, ideas come constantly. You know, I try, I've worked really hard over the last, I guess, um, especially the last five or six years to be very present, like you said, um, because the more aware I am, the more I can catch that gold as it's flying in. Actually, it's always been pretty easy for me as a storyteller. The ideas just come like I'm like a magnet. Um, even if you don't want them to come, they're going to come. It doesn't, <laughs> I can't stop. I couldn't stop even if I tried. Uh, but I love it. Yeah, I, I try to grab them. Sometimes they're so big. I know I won't forget them, but I do try to write everything down. Um, but when you shut off, that's when I do definitely get a lot of ideas. You know, people say, you know, if you're walking in nature or you're, you're taking a shower or whatever, you know, hands in the dirt digging. That is actually for me, some of the most fertile times for my imagination, because you're your mind is shut off. You're not thinking about stuff. You're just doing what you're doing and you're being very present, very grounded in reality. And then the universe is just like, here, let me just give you gold. And I'm like, yes, bring it. I will take it. I've got, I just wrote out a list of books, you know, you know, we've got so many Beatrice books we want to do. And then I've got at least, you know, 15 other books I want to write. Like it's a, I, I, so it's just what I do and who I am. And I yeah. guess I can't stop. I just like Josh. I just want to do art. I want my life to be art, and I just have the words and the stories coming through me. And yeah, you guys are just like master creators. (laughs) And it's super cool. We get to work together on something that's so collaborative. Because for years, my grandmother told me, you need to write children's books. You need to write children's books. And my husband was like, you need to write a children's book. You really need to write a children's book. And I was like, well, I don't have an illustrator. That's the most important part of a children's book is the artwork. And I would never want to put something out that wasn't, you know, top, top quality, the best of the best, because I like to hold my work to a very high standard. And then when Josh asked me, it was like fate. It was like the biggest fate stepping in. And then writing the book on his birthday and sending it to him on his birthday. I didn't even know it was his birthday. I sent it to him. He's like, oh my gosh, it's my birthday. And I'm like, if you need enough signs from the universe (laughs) that you're on the right track, I feel like this project has had them every step of the way. So it's just like, it's really cool. Just such good confirmation. I know like I've, I've only co-written a couple books and the same thing happened that on the date of the publication, it happened to be the other person's birthday. Wow. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know that this was your birthday. And that it's just like such a cool little confirmation from the universe. Like, yeah, you did it. Yep. <laughs> and this is just, you know, the beginning. Like we have so many ideas and plans and things like Josh said, because honestly, it's just fun. It's fun stuff to do. And we want to bring the book alive for people. So it'll be really cool. And maybe someday you'll see it on a big screen and cartoon and animated. I think it'd be just the coolest thing ever. It would be really cool. And um, there's also there's also apps out there that will turn it into augmented reality um, where you can have it kind of come alive and see like Beatrice walk across the screen and stuff like that. That would be really cool too. I've seen those. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. Bookful. Yeah. It's yeah. Really Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. The sky is the limit. I feel like, and with such people, you know, I feel like we just, 
we have something really cool. And it's so fun that it's both of like my childhood dream was to write books and Josh's childhood dream was to illustrate children's books. And it's like, we're both getting to live out our dream and that's pretty much the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And I always ask everyone who comes on the show, um, what advice you have for future generations? And this can be future generations who want to do what you do or just in general. I guess I could start with Josh. Just say just, I mean, obviously it's cliche, but just work hard and um, kind of like the book, um, be yourself. Don't try to don't try to do something different just because someone didn't like it or doesn't you you don't think it will work because in the end it's 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 from your heart and it goes a long ways when it's um it's you and it's something original in a world lacking originality i think that if you go with your heart and and do what you love to do and long as it's for the great reason i don't see it like failing so i i i try to stress on being a um uh, a creator and not a follower and and really really work hard because it ain't going to come easy nothing comes easy everything everybody has their struggle and um you just you just got to keep pushing through you know it just it just eventually you just do what you love and and you know be you that's really 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 good advice thanks <laughs> and same question to megan advice for future generations i think it's the most important thing is to follow your heart. And if you don't know what you like to do, spend the time to figure it out. Spend the time to get to know you and who you are instead of just who people tell you that you are. Because not everyone, I mean, no one else knows what's in your heart but you. So spend time figuring out how to listen to your heart and figure out what it's saying and figure out how you can use it as your compass on your life journey because your heart is never gonna lead you to the wrong place. It is always going to take you where you need to go, even if it doesn't make sense, even if you can't figure out how you'd ever make a living at it, even if you're like, gosh, that sounds like pie in the sky. I have no idea how some a dream that big could possibly come true. Like your heart knows things that you could not, your mind could never understand. And it's not supposed to. And just don't ever set limits on what you could do. You have no idea what you're capable of. None, none. You have no idea. I didn't know I could write 43 books. I did not know that was even a possibility. Like don't ever limit what you think your life could be. If you want to live the dream, then believe the dream is possible for you. So believe it's possible. Figure out how to listen to your heart. And like Josh said, just do you, be you. There's one of you and that is on purpose. That is the whole, you know, advice behind this book. Every single person has such treasure and gold inside them. And it's different. Like what your, you know, what your gold is inside you is going to be different than mine inside me. And if there's no path of a person doing a thing that just lights you up and sets your heart on fire, then make your own path. You don't have to do anything that anyone else does or the way someone else does it. And if society says, well, it has to be done this way, don't listen, like follow your heart, break the rules. And like Josh said, work hard. I mean, it is so worth it. It's going to feel so good when one day it all just comes together and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know I could do that. And then you just sit back and you're like, wow, I, I never knew this was possible. Yeah. And 
And I, and to add to that, I would say, you know, surround yourself by inspiring and uplifting people. Um, negativity goes nowhere. I've learned that the most through working with Megan. Uh, it, it, it's in, she's an inspiring person. If you ever get a chance to spend time with her, it's pretty special. I can feel that <laughs> through the screen. I can feel that. Yeah. <laughs> If you ever need a pep talk to follow your dream, I am your girl. I got you. <laughs> I've just seen so many dreams of mine come true in my life that I never could have ever believed was possible. Like if someone had told me 10 years ago that I'd be sitting here doing this, that this would be my life. I would have told you you're crazy. And the only reason I know it's true is because it happened to me. And it happens over and over and over. And you just start to believe, man, good things happen right. and they for everybody. And this isn't just me. It's not just, you know, unique to me. It's, it's just believing it's possible for you and then going out and doing the work and just don't listen. If somebody says you can't do it, don't listen. Nobody has to believe in you, but you, you are the only person who has to believe in you. You literally not a single person in your life could support you in your dream and it can still come true. And I know that I've seen it happen. I got to live. I mean, I've lived through miracles, so I'm just telling you it can happen. True. Well, Josh and Megan, you guys are superstars and I'm so thankful for your time today. Um, Beatrice is a phenomenal book, a wonderful cat. And um, please go check out this book. We will have links to where you can buy it. Um, links to various websites, including Megan's, Josh's work. And um, thank you so much for being here. It's an honor. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. We are thrilled to be here and is we're just so thankful for your time. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you.